0: Jesus Christ man there's just some things you don't talk about in public
1: Welcome to Fire How you doing?
2: Welcome to Fireside, where we talking comic books the entire time Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, man, has got the grooviest news From books to TV, the movie reviews Plus the next toy, baby, here will you choose Even
1: a Superhero Fight Club will be usually lose. So popping those earbuds, turn up those speakers Feel my power, Earth 2 with features You need listen by weekly or you can binge us We got it all, baby,
0: are there ninjas?
1: So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats comment facts wise Crack. welcome to the show this is fireside chats hello, hello hello welcome to another issue of fireside chats i'm your host menti and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks first mr p underscore features on the psn network <laughs> was it p underscore features 84 84 <laughs> on the psn network where you can be found
0: throwback on the Wayback machine <laughs> Hello, internets.
1: (laughs) And then there's Maurer. The underscore (laughs) maur.
0: That's not right anymore.
1: That's not right anymore? You changed
0: it? I changed it. Uh, The asshole.
1: (laughs) What are you doing to our intro? (laughs) (laughs) Throwing you off, man. I didn't just wanted to just wanted to switch it up. Just let the Wookiee win. all right and then we got baby huey still what's up baby huey what's
3: going on what's going <laughs> on what's going on i, I think features died you know? features is gone he's just he's gone he's, he's gone he past now
1: <laughs> features is out yeah sorry for derailing the show immediately but yeah. you know what it was fun I, don't, I have no regrets uh, no happy regrets? end of star wars week because you know we couldn't really celebrate with everybody on star wars day and nor can we celebrate afterwards and it's now friday so you know uh, we're just gonna keep it going so for us it's still star wars day it's for force friday it's force friday there he is well with played. fireside oh, force bitch. friday with fireside Out of the alliteration stand the man would be proud
2: yep well no, played. today
0: it is okay it's actually last week but
3: we, we can make it today too
0: not with fireside bitch.
3: <laughs> That's what's going on.
0: Jesus Christ. Now All I'm right. in a bad mood. Let's talk firesides Force Friday with Star Wars and the, how it If you sucks. can't
1: tell, we're going to talk about Star Wars. So what we thought we would do is now that the the, the 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 saga Skywalker, the no, Skywalker the sci- saga, the, the Skywalker,
0: over. the Skywalker was the right for the, the movies. The,
1: the Skywalker. <sighs> The Skywalker saga is officially over and it's up on Disney Plus and it's you know they want to move on in a brand new direction. <laughs> so <do and> we. <laughs> we thought it would be interesting to just now that you know it's all said and done, let's revisit the prequels, the original trilogy and then the new three. And and see after Jason Aaron's run on Star Wars, after Clone Wars, after Mandalorian, what are our thoughts and did things change about how we feel about these movies? Um so uh, are we do you want episode sh- one? Should we start in order? Do we want to talk in order Menace first?
0: Let's go one through nine.
1: So we, we so we want to just start right in the beginning. So let's start with the prequels then. Okay. I i historically I've hated those movies. Really? <laughs>
2: it's I, I don't sh- hate
1: them. Okay, that's awesome. I don't I, hate them either. I I think they're they're way too politically heavy. I think they, I think we originally dodged a bullet on what the original trilogy was supposed to be, when it was a very politically influenced story, with the, and we found that out with the original draft that was turned into a comic, about hey, what he really originally wanted Star Wars to be.
0: Have you watched episode one recently?
1: Recently? uh yes. No. I think the closest thing is, is that I'm going through Clone Wars right now, which I will say has made me appreciate the, the prequels a lot more. That's where I was trying to get to with this, is that the, that show has made the prequels a lot more palatable
0: to me. So I really enjoy episode one and episode three. Episode one for me was cool. I loved the pod racing. I thought the, uh, what's his name? Jake, whatever, playing uh, Anakin. Young Anakin. Young Anakin. You know, I didn't mind Annie at that age. And I thought uh, Natalie Portman actually did a really good job in episode one. And for me, Qui-Gon, Liam Neeson, is one of my favorite Star Wars characters of all time. Yes, Jake Lloyd. So, watching that movie, and especially watching again recently, I really enjoyed what they were trying to do to start off that movie with such innocence that it had to take Anakin from that to Darth Vader was really cool and you know one of the things people complain about that they don't realize is the whole Anakin Padme love. She was only fourteen, and he was nine in the first one is what the the ages were supposed to be, so they weren't that far an age. Everybody thought she was like in her twenties. And then when he turned 18,
1: well, I've never heard that. I never heard one person go, yeah, man, I love that first Star Wars movie, except for the statutory. (laughs) I didn't hear anybody complain
0: about that, Um, but leaving the theaters, everybody loved the movie. Like for weeks, people were going back, watching it over and over again. It wasn't until later that people started bashing it. I
2: just want to follow that up with, um, as far as like the Phantom Menace, I think I think the Phantom Menace was like great as a start off. And I, I kinda wish we did get it first, even though we didn't. Like I I'm 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 solid either way with the New Hope. Um But I think for it to be like it it was supposed to be politically heavy handed. I mean that's that's how we got the Empire to what it was by the time we got to New Hope. So see sure. it, seeing that progression was dope. But also I think Having being introduced into the characters before Darth Vader was was actually super awesome. I got one of my favorite things about *Phantom Menace* was Darth Maul. Like I it's, love Darth Maul, it,
1: except for that final fight with Darth Maul, where none of them were swinging at each other. It's kind of hard to watch. I mean, the music's great, but it was one of the weirdest choreographed fight scenes I've ever seen. You didn't like that fight scene? No, because again, they're swinging over each other's heads. It's 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 hard to believe that fight scene. Because it just doesn't make sense a lot mm. of time the choreography of it is very weird. Uh, it's and look, they're wildly talented. I mean, we are we know Ray Park and how incredibly talented that guy is. I think that fight scene was he was underutilized because they were trying so hard to make it cool rather than realistic. So when you watch it, they're not swinging at the same time. It's so many random cliche fight scene moments in that. and then if you if you really watch that scene, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan never swing at him. They swing above him, below him. They swing anywhere else than he is. So he can easily dip and move and do his choreography. It's, they, they, I have a feeling that movie tri- sacrificed a lot to try and look cool. That's my biggest problem with the movie. I think the acting fell very flat. I think the acting, for the most part, is flatter than most Star Wars movies. And that's saying a lot, especially when we start talking about the, the last three. I also think... The, uh, the CGI effects in those first three movies are so distracting because it's so wildly over the top, and the actors don't seem like they do a very good job of being in front of green screens in the scenes where they are.
0: When looking at it now, but back then, that was all beautiful looking, and it was one of the first times that we had one of those movies that had that much CGI in
2: it. That's true. I mean, I mean Let me ask you guys a question, though. Would you would you feel differently about the prequels, right? We we've already established episode 1 is probably fine, right? I don't think real problems came in until episode 2. And the, the biggest thing I heard like people would say was you know, uh the guy nobody likes him. Mace Windu? Yes, that guy. <laughs> I didn't hear any complaints about the actual movie itself more than I heard about Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, everybody like hated Jar Jar. The his character was so bad, he made the movie bad.
0: But if you think about it, the score was amazing in it. The-, the score
1: was amazing. Score. I think the score for Phantom Menace might be the best of the trilogy, of the, of the what do you even call the Skywalker saga? The saga?
3: <laughs> if you uh, find out what nine-tilogy
1: is. What is nine things in a row? <laughs> like um... What a, uh, epic? Uh, <laughs> sure. It is, like, I will say that the Duel of Fates is probably, uh, like, that's what i Probably it the main Star Wars, the, then Darth Vader's, the Imperial, and then probably Duel of Fates. But top three. I would say top three.
0: See, I go Vader, Duel of Fates, then, then Star, Star Wars. Wars. Um, but there were so many cool moments in it, especially watching now, watching that pod race scene, and knowing how they did it with the miniatures and the cameras and all the technical wizardry that went into that just to make it look like it did blew me away and I loved that so I not only got Star Wars for the first time since I was a kid but I got to see super geeky special effects that I cared about and they had tons of magazines about so I love it and I do remember people seeing it multiple times and enjoying it I then saw we get
1: three to, times in theaters
0: now we get to episode two
1: episode two I mean you can scrap everything but the last 45 minutes of that movie
0: rose colored glasses were officially off you know, you could tell they were like, crap, people hated Jar Jar. So let's get rid of him, even though they originally wanted him to be like a main character throughout it. And it just felt like they were afraid to do what they wanted to do. The whole movie was just very vanilla, other than the Yoda scene.
1: Well, and I, and I truly believe this is where the, the green screen becomes a bigger problem. It doesn't seem like the actors even had a clear idea where they were or. Or how things were supposed to be. It seems like they just kind of flailed as they were acting, and then just kind of CG put things that got cut in half <laughs> in that area. Like nothing feels cohesive. It yeah. just feels like green screen.
0: So that's the one that I agree with, and I don't think at that point directors even knew how to direct towards what they were doing. It was so new they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna throw some shit in here. Just go nuts." Um, and even you had the to fight Senate
1: meetings. Like, it's just boring. The last 45 (laughs) minutes were wildly entertaining.
0: And then you had to fight with them all making the lightsaber noises with their mouth (laughs) and saying pew when they shot.
1: I mean, wouldn't you, though? Wouldn't you? I would absolutely.
0: You and McGregor. (laughs) I forget. (laughs) What is it's a British talk show that everybody goes on? (laughs) Graham Norton. Graham Norton. (laughs) When he was on there and he was like, even today, if I pick up something that resembles a lightsaber i make the noise with my mouth he's like george lucas and everybody wanted to kill me because of how much they had to do in post to make me not go that was,
1: that was a funny interview because he goes so did you have a lightsaber and he goes officially no <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the props guy gave me one
0: <laughs> um so. but yeah we can I... skip over episode two I
1: but the clone, the actual Clone War, like when the Clone War actually kicked off, that that whole last forty five minutes, dope. That last forty five minutes is a lot of fun. The Yoda scene was shocking. I mean, Dooku, eh? I, I have a bigger appreciation for Dooku because of watching the first season of Clone Wars. Now, Jar Jar, they throw him in there a bunch. He still sucks. I don't know if he gets better. Uh, but I do find that I care about the clones now after watching the Clone Wars, which well, is the weirdest know. thing about that show is that like you, I you care, care about, about the clones. Them. What's up? You care about clones? You yeah, dude Rex is amazing. There's a bunch of them. <laughs> are are all the clones Mandalorians? Uh well, no, they're all uh they're all um, Django Fett. They're, he... they're they're clones of Jango Fett who's not necessarily a Mandalorian. Okay. Jango Fett is a is a bounty hunter. Like a true bounty hunter, not like part of the Mandalorian way. At least I don't think he is. Boba Fett wasn't. absolutely no question isn't. I don't think Jango is.
3: In in season two of Clone Wars, they talk about Jango Fett and stealing the armor.
1: Okay, so cool. Yeah, so yeah, they, they I know that. Boba absolutely is not a Mandalorian.
2: Correct. Okay, okay. He just wore the crap. Yep, he yeah, stole it. Him more. and uh, and Johto Cast. Well, sidebar on episode two, because I, I want to end it with this. Do you guys kind of appreciate the Jar Jar Binks theory of him being a Sith Lord, though?
0: Yeah, the drunken master more than the Sith Lord I like? I mean, you could throw Sith, and it feels like they're putting too much. But if they had developed it on purpose to where he was more of a drunken master, that could have worked. They just got scared of it. Um, he wasn't written really well in the first movie, and then they just retracted too much. I don't mind him after that. Um, you kind of feel for him by the third movie. but He's,
1: he's one of those characters that you just couldn't take a full, full movie of him. Like I'll tell you, in the Clone Wars episodes where he's like a focal point, and you have to just like, you have to watch him. You're like, okay, this is get him off the screen. He's like a, <laughs> he's like a Phil Colson. Like Phil, the dude who plays Phil Colson, great. Love him. I'd give him a hug. Nice, seems like a nice guy. Great in the movies. In Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., though, like, yeah. like if it was just a Phil Colson show, would you really be like, well, no, we, none of us cared? See my point?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to Revenge of the Sith.
1: This one's a hard one for me because there's so much I like about it, and it, but it still falls with the same problems that I didn't like about the other ones, which is flat acting and um, the, that CGI, I'm not quite sure what's happening around me, look that a lot of the actors seem like they had.
0: It was the first movie I saw twice in one day.
1: Mmm, wow. The first really? M-
0: yeah, I, I literally left the theater uh, peeling behind the curtain. I had a cousin that worked at the movie theater at that point. He was a projectionist. So I, for episode one, I actually saw it before everybody else because we were testing the film. So out of the original trilogy, two of them I got to see before they were really released. I can say that now because George Lucas doesn't own them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I left the theater uh, on that midnight showing that they did. And then he was like, hey, a bunch of us are going to roll it again. Do you want to stay? And I watched it a second time. I just loved it that much.
2: Evil uh, episode Andy. three to me was d- 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 I actually I liked it. I, I I definitely can agree with Mincy on the, on the flat acting part. I blame uh I blame hey, Hayden Christensen exactly. Blame There's the script a stand everywhere. Yeah.
1: No he he could uh, he could have done more. He, the script wasn't great. Don't get me wrong, but Hayden Christensen was extra bad. Yeah. There's a reason why you don't see a lot of Hayden Christensen movies anymore.
2: Yeah. There's, like. If you, if you, there was a point in time, if you searched Hayden and Christensen, whether it was like Facebook or Twitter, like, it was just like a bunch of negative comments. Like, yeah, he almost terrible. killed
0: himself. What's up? He almost killed himself from all the negativity. Oh, wow. Like, it, it well, got bad.
1: If we've learned anything about Star Wars fandom, Star, <laughs> Star Wars might have the most, like, the toxic side of Star Wars is pretty brutal. I know every Phantom has their toxic side, but there's no side more v- like v- venomous than Star Wars fans. Um, the, well at least the toxic side of Star yeah. Wars fans. I don't want to say all Star Wars fans because there's a lot of there's a lot of us out there.
0: <laughs> Angry, dark Anakin when he was going over to the dark side was I really loved it. like seeing him actually put a spark of acting into it like where you could see emotion and you could see that he was struggling was yeah. really good. And then the, the scene between him and Qui-Gon or Obi-Wan, like Ewan McGregor held that movie on his shoulders, you know, because you could tell he really cared about it. He's a really big star Wars fan. Uh, and I guess for me it was like, it can't be the same thing, but when we got Endgame. like, mm-hmm. cause that was the last movie of star Wars supposedly. So that last piece of the puzzle, seeing, the payoff of Anakin turning to Darth Vader was just huge.
1: And I know this is something that we've talked about on the show, but now that we've, talked, we've finished the, the original, well, not the original trilogy, but the prequels, my biggest complaint with the prequels is that it changes the story of Star Wars. It does change the original trilogy quite a bit, because the original trilogy is a family story about Luke defeating the Empire and bringing his dad back into the light side of the Force, where once you throw the prequels into it, its story is now a rise and fall and then rise once again of Anakin Skywalker, everything else is kind of a subplot or a secondary thing. That's why I like that, the machete cut or the hatchet cut or whatever the one is. The hatchet cut's where you, good. Where you watch four, five, two, three, flashback. six. And mm-hmm. that, yeah, because it turns the whole thing into a flashback. And it's still, I, still my preferred way to watch it. So you cut episode one out completely? I don't like episode one. I like the wow. pod racing. I get, but I can get that in. I got a lot of pod racing in the uh, N64 game. Like, I got that experience. People
0: <laughs> are cool. <laughs> all right.
1: Um, There's a lot. of Look, don't get me wrong. Darth Maul's an awesome character. Uh, pod racing is really cool. There's just, the problem is the prequels also create one of the biggest plot holes in all of Star Wars, which is R2-D2 didn't get his memory wiped. So why didn't he just say Vader's your dad? Oh. Anybody? Any, Va- 3PO got his mind wiped. Why didn't they wipe
2: R2s? Anybody? I don't know. He, That's he my probably, point. He probably just had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, get back. He got blasted more than C-3PO did.
1: It doesn't, you're, 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 just, you're grasping at strings, man. <laughs> I am,
0: but you know. Listen, is say they moved his, on, his yeah. life back to life. <laughs> yeah.
1: I will say, though, I do like that um, when we start talking about the last three, how much from the prequels they pulled. Because as I was watching that final movie, as I was watching episode nine, and I'm like, okay, the Palpatine thing seems like they've just tried to shoehorn the, this in. But if you go back and you watch uh, episode two and they start talking about how the Darth Darth Plagueis, is that his name? Yeah. Yes. Plagueis. Yes. Who, yes. who learned how to keep himself alive in the force. He learned- We'll get there. We'll get there. What's up?
0: Let's talk about Star Wars, though.
1: Well, I, here, I, is there much to say about the original trilogy other than it's just gold?
0: One, if you refer to episode four, anything other than Star Wars, you get smacked. A New yeah. Hope. It's Star Wars. It's, it's Star new Wars. Ho- a New Hope. New Hope I mean, is a movie. when it was released that way. When it was released, <laughs> it, it, it didn't open that way. It was just Star Wars. That movie yeah. was released as Star Wars. Not well, Star yeah, Wars, on the hope.
1: on the marquee, but it still says A New Hope on the scrolls. It's, but not, that's not
3: the original. Really, when the original released, it, it did it not say A New Hope. It, it was just Star Wars. Star Wars, because it, it was the only thing. There was there was that's no idea, there was no plan to do one two and three or, or even you know five and six.
2: I don't think they started calling a new hope until after the prequels came out. I don't think after the second one.
1: Well, I yeah, I'm I'm basic when it comes to Empire is my favorite of them all, but I subjectively subjectively that's my favorite, but objectively I think the best movie is a new hope.
0: Yeah, so a new, a new hope new- is my favorite. I go four three or er, four five six. Three, two, one, and then there's no other movies. Wow. What,
1: wait, one is, your le- one is your least favorite after yeah. all that passionate speech you just gave? That, oh, sorry, that, two. Your...
0: Flip two and one. <laughs> Three, one, two is my least favorite.
1: I mean, I do find that if you go back and you read the Jason Aaron's run of Star Wars uh, it, because of what it takes place between A New Hope and Empire, uh, it does change the way you look at it a little bit, but not in a negative way. Like, I do love the fact that why would Boba Fett start shooting the moment he sees Luke? Well, they met in, on Tatooine and they, they had that fight scene. Also, with the blast shields being down, why that was important. Like there's the Jason Aaron's did a really great job of figuring out ways to sneak stories in that make the original trilogy, I think, even better.
0: All they did is said, here's all of our plot holes. <laughs> you need to write stories to fix them. <laughs> That's really what they did. That in a uh, rogue, are we going to talk Rogue One? I mean, it's not the Skywalker
1: trilogy, but I do think the Rogue One makes the Skywalker trilo- or the Skywalker saga better. That's what I mean. The movies themselves, take them or leave them. Some are outstanding, some are terrible. But the the world around Star Wars, like the the security net around it, makes those those nine movies so much better.
0: I agree. I liked Rogue One.
1: Uh, that's if if we put Rogue One on the list, that's one of my all time favorites. Like that's. Whoa. Yeah, Rogue Run's pretty
0: one's high dope. on my list. Um, so for four, five, and six, we'll just say our favorite moments for them. For me, there was two moments. Uh, two? Return of the Jedi. When he walks in the first, like that whole opening scene where you see an actual Jedi for the first time, like a badass Jedi, because Obi-Wan was all washed up at that point. Like you never really saw. A re- did, you
1: ever, um, did you ever see the deleted scene that goes right there? Uh, of him building the lightsaber, yes. That the so originally in that opening sequence, they were cutting the just Luke's hands putting together uh, the the green lightsaber for the first time, which would have. I mean, I get I get why they cut it, but it's really cool. If you um, we'll look for it. We'll put it in the show post. I'm sure I can find it on YouTube.
0: It'll get pulled down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that and just the the final battle of Star Wars, you know, for Episode Four, that whole space scene. Uh, I liked the fighter pilot movies when I was a kid. And then going back and realizing that they actually 100% just copied the dog fights and made the TIE fighters and all that do dogfight maneuvers was really cool. So those are my two favorite moments of the original Holy trilogy.
1: That It's really hard to say. I mean, I think the, I, I think the, the Hoth, um, snow with the, the, uh, at walkers or ATAT or however you want to say it, um, that whole concept of you know wrapping their legs up to knock them over was just a very clever battle. I mean, I'm you know we've seen other things from, but as a kid, first time ever watching that movie, that scene stuck out. Uh, stood out to me more. I mean, that whole movie did. I mean, I thought the Wampas were terrifying. I thought like I know they kind of shoehorned that in just to kind of explain Mark Hamill's face, but still, really creepy creature. Especially when you played Shadows of the Empire and you got like got locked in the room with the two of them. Remember that? Yeah, Anybody I play mean, Shadows that, of the Empire? Oh, I my did. God. Dude, Hoth, Hoth in general. I don't even like Colt. Like, like, other than The Thing, I don't like a lot of movies that like Arctic movies, but that Hoth scene is amazing. Um,
0: I would I'm say, pretty, and that's the first time you get to see Han really show another side to himself.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty basic when it comes to my favorite moments in 4, 5, and 6. Uh, I like all the fan favorite moments. The Luke, I'm your father. Uh, right before Han gets turned into carbon. When he Carbonite. Sees, yeah. when She's like, I love you. I know. They did that scene like 20 times,
0: and he kept trying different things. And he finally just said, I know. And that's what they kept. If you, if you go back and watch that scene, his jacket keeps yeah. going
3: off and on. every, well, every time. <laughs> Speaking of
1: mistakes, my other all-time favorite scene is in A New Hope. Or Star Wars, uh, when he, <laughs> he runs the into very, the door. At, oh, at the very end, Carrie is my favorite part. That they've never fixed that. They're never going to fix that. The the fact that Luke yells Carrie Fisher's name when he gets off the X wing is the first thing he does. Is my favorite part.
2: <laughs> womp womp. I never Carrie. <laughs> I gotta watch that though. Everybody um,
0: misses it. What what's up? Everybody misses that. Nobody realizes what he says.
1: Well, Star Wars has so many mistakes. The gloves switching hands. Vader's chest blade will flip around every once in a while. The original lightsaber, and the and when they originally released them in, in Star Wars, that it wasn't colored. It was just like the, the white rod. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch. There's the Star Wars is known for some of its. The mistakes.
0: documentary on Disney Plus is actually really good, going through the making of the original trilogy. So, if you want to watch something cool, it's like three hours and well worth it.
1: Let's get uh, into the new crap. All right. Well, why don't you just sit back because you, you. I mean. Other than crapping on everything, I don't see how you're going to be.
0: <laughs> you said uh, I get to crap on things. You, just let him, let him crap. Let him crap.
1: <laughs> let him crap in peace. I mean, here's the thing. I, I think that that, the, that trilogy was damned no matter what. That trilogy, the moment that J.J. Abrams said, I'll make the first one, kind of give you the structure, and then let's bring some other people in to do the rest, it was doomed. Too many cooks in the kitchen. If J.J. Abrams would have just stuck with it, the whole way through, th- done his vision the way he wanted it. Maybe it would have been better because apparently there's a script for Rise of Skywalker that's outstanding that we've never seen because they had to go back and kind of retcon things from Ryan Johnson. And I love Ryan Johnson's ver- uh, take. I liked. I like that he took. Uh, he he. It was, it was ballsy of him to just throw out everything J.J. Abrams did and wanted to go in a completely different direction and, and make characters that we were all so excited to see not the most likable people. I could see why people would hate that. I could see why Mark Hamill would hate that. But at the same time, it, 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 it was a level to Luke that we didn't ever see before.
0: That wasn't Luke. And I don't care what new Mark Hamill, after getting yelled at and paid off, says. He got it right when he originally said that's not Luke Skywalker I do not agree with how they re- did it. I was under contract, so I had to do it. That's not the script they originally told me I was going to be doing. Like when he went off on it, I agree with. We didn't yeah, see
1: the, the original script was J.J. Abrams. It was <laughs> Ryan Johnson was like, "Nope, I'm going to do something
0: different." The only thing I really liked about the Ryan Johnson is making Ray a nobody. Like I thought that end of it, if she would have just been nobody, you know, almost like Anakin. Just somebody who happened to be one with the force.
1: Anakin isn't just somebody. He was born of metachlorians. Anakin is not just some nobody kid. Anakin is the chosen one to bring balance to the force, which he did in a horrible, scary way. He did.
0: <laughs> but like if she could have not been, you know, a Palpatine, it would have been a million times better. But you know that the,
1: the point of those movies was to mirror the original trilogy. So her being a Palpatine is just like Luke being Vader's son. It was that big reveal. I mean, most of the reveals are just rehashes of the reveals from the original trilogy for a younger audience. Like, for example, this morning, uh, my, my youngest niece, Lily, is, just got into Star Wars and she loves it. And I, I called her to wish her a happy Star Wars Day. And she says, Are you going to get me Star Wars presents for my birthday? I said, Absolutely. It's what you want. And she goes, Ray and Chewy. That's why, <laughs> why Ray's the thing. That's because right now there are little girls who it were one of them's playing with princesses, the other one's upstairs with a lightsaber pretending to be Rey.
0: But Rey could have been fine. You just didn't have to shoehorn that into it. Two, if I they... don't think
1: it was shoehorned. I think that was the original plan. Brian Johnson just said, nah.
0: He was right. Rey. And if they would have killed her at the end and let uh, Mopey live, I think it would have been a bigger impact.
1: That, uh, I had to give you that, but I don't... I... They put too much behind Ray. I don't think they were going to do that. Because then it
0: really would have been the rise of Skywalker. It would have given his character such an amazing arc. He won you over so much in that third movie. For them just to go, nah, we want Ray because, you know, we want to sell little girls toys.
3: Which is
1: Disney. And Star Wars, actually. (laughs) Let's be honest. No franchise has sold more toys.
0: Star Wars, the original one, didn't have toys till well after it was in theaters. Almost, a, what, 19 months? The second one. They, still, yeah, the sold.
1: <laughs> still the smartest thing that uh, has ever happened with Lucas. George Lucas, the, other than creating Star Wars, the smartest thing he ever did was, was just go, nah, I'll take the toy rights. We're good. <laughs> just give me the toys. We're good.
0: Yep. If you, uh, again, if you haven't watched the toys that made us on Star Wars, one of the best insights into how movies and that stuff get made.
1: I mean, it made when Force Awakens came out. Force Friday, uh, they made a billion dollars before the movie came out. Wow! And just toy sales and pre merch for Force Awakens made a billion dollars. It was toys. How idiots. crazy is that?
0: <laughs> Morons buying toys before yeah. the movie
1: came out. That's wild. I mean, that that's wild. And and look, it uh, I for the most part, I expect that jj's trilogy to appease older generations of fans and newer generations would tug on nostalgic heartstrings while introducing new new characters and that's what he did that's why we've got we got the rehash of uh of these you know star killer base isn't that what it's called death star three yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. which uh, is it true i mean maybe one of you guys can tell me is it true that the planet they're on is the planet where they get the gems that create lightsabers
3: so that's supposedly rumor from the new star wars game that just came out what before all the quarantine happened. (laughs) I mean, that's a kind of dope
1: reason that it's able to do what it can do. I kind of dig that. That makes me like that a lot more. But this is what I'm talking about, how the surrounding lore of Star Wars makes all of the installments better.
0: And I think that's originally when George Lucas finally got the confidence and power to do what he wanted, what he envisioned, because he always had other people write stuff for it. He just had a say over very specific aspects of it that, that he wouldn't let you change. But he loved the fact of other people telling Star Wars stories. And I think the best instance we've ever gotten, and I didn't watch it forever until Mrs. Mauer wanted to, was The Mandalorian. Pulling on heartstrings, pulling on nostalgia, but giving you something new and refreshing. And not feeling like it had to fit into that original trilogy, which you will never be able to reproduce ever again. It's like them talking about making Back to the Future ever again. It's not going to work. You can't capture that twice.
1: I think you might have been able to if they would have, if they would have kept it the same. If, they, if it wouldn't have gone through so many hands and it would have been just one continuous story that was plotted out from the get-go, I think that would have changed things. Because, again, I don't like the prequels, but I know generations of kids that do. I mean, there are kids who swear that those are the best three movies that Star Wars has ever done. Uh, because that's the movies they grew up on. And now there's another generation of kids who grew up with this and they're going to swear, tooth and nail, these are the best Star Wars movies because it was their Star Wars movies. I well, mean, I was, was Seeing the movie with my dad and my little brothers was awesome. Because it's three generations of people watching the same franchise in all of their
0: different eras. Yeah, it's... They were doomed from the beginning. They also made some real dumb mistakes. And I have a feeling that as much as people don't want to admit it, if they would have let George Lucas be at least slightly involved, there would have been a continuous thread pulled through them, and it would have made more sense. Because he wouldn't have let a story start, and then somebody acts it all in the second movie. He would I have agree. been like,
2: "Nope, well, that's for sure." But you know what? The thing, even whether you whether you like it or not, the thing that this, this last Skywalker saga does is it still generates the conversation. So if you if you came in at Star Wars now, or you came in it in our generation or right afterwards, there's still going to be a connection no matter what. And you're going to get to learn more because if you're a fan and you, you love the lore, then you're going to be open to the dialogue.
0: Listen, I really think that they did bring George back in for the last movie for all those re-edits that they were doing. Um, when he voiced his opinion and said, you're ruining my baby. And all those rumors came out that they set him down at the editing bay. That's what he does best. Um, George Lucas will go down as one of the best storytellers in history. He might not be the best writer. He might not be the best director. But what is in his mind and what he can do with people that are good at what they do is phenomenal. Like He is a, direct, like a director at a different level, where he, a producer more, where he can get people to do things they never thought they could do. And Star Wars, the first movie, is magic, always will be. And it is cool that these kids get their magic, but our magic was better.
1: Oh, I agree. Our dude, our lore was better. The legacy lore? Stuff that's not around anymore. Slave two. guess <laughs> like all of Boba Fett's storylines, the fact that he survived, dude, our our lore was way better. Menti's <laughs> friends lore.
0: growing up. What what's up? Menti's friends growing up, all the Star Wars books. I just oh, picture, I, you.
1: dude. I I I have all these encyclopedias and stuff that mean nothing, <laughs> that mean nothing. All these legacy books now.
0: I said this to Huey the other night. I have a feeling that's all coming back. They just have to find a way to not look like they shot themselves in the foot.
1: Um, well,
3: and was it Knights of the Old Republic or something? Well, yeah, like uh, a lot of the older stuff, stuff that Menti you grew up on is has been coming back. Uh, Star Wars Rebels brought in Grand Admiral Thrawn. Mm. Uh, And I think last week or week before with, with Star Wars Clone Wars, they name dropped something that could tie in Shadows of the Empire. So Dash, the
1: Outrider or, or a, the out- a possib- Outrider. Yeah. Outrider? Outlander? Outrider. Outrider? Outlander. Which one yeah. is
3: it? Outrider. I think it's the Outrider. Dash but,
1: Rendar, man. I love Dash
3: Rendar. But there's, yeah, they, they, they name dropped some stuff that could tie into that. So
0: it'll come back. They made a mistake. They just can't lose face. Think, undoing it.
3: I think that they just wanted to slowly integrate it into their own own way.
0: All I know is 15 years ago I knew a whole shit ton about Star Wars. <laughs> Today I know nothing.
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree. I'm the my my when when everything was happening, my little brother started to quiz me and I'm like, dude, I know any of this. I don't know a thing that you're saying. I, I it's part of the reason why I want to go back through uh, Clone Wars right now. First, I just hear that it's outstanding. I hear the first season's hard and got to get through that. And then after that, it gets outstanding. Uh, Can you kinda. make me a
0: hatchet cut of the first season?
1: Uh, the first season? <laughs> the, first, the problem with the first season is it's flavor of the, uh, the flavor of the week stories. So it's like there's no... It doesn't seem like one coherent story. It just seems like they're just chop it in like and then this happened and it's not connected to this at all and then this happened which isn't connect. so eventually i hear that they becomes like multi-episode arcs but as yes. of right now it's just beginning middle end all right moving on beginning middle end all right moving
3: on and if, yeah. you're, if you've ever seen uh, one of my favorite movies uh, starship troopers the way I they do it. the the way they do the cuts uh with the uh, ads basically in the movie oh
0: in how, the beginning that's how yeah. a lot of the
3: star wars episodes open up
0: all right i'm gonna <laughs> start with season two maybe
3: uh, I, I,
1: I like what I've seen so far in season one. I just am excited for better writing. Apparently, the writing goes, gets, becomes... Uh, they realize the audience that they have
3: after the second season, from what I
1: understand. And
0: the second seasons where the animation doesn't suck? Or is uh, it the third?
3: The third, well, it gets a little better. They, they change companies, and it got a little bit better. Like, Obi-Wan's beard isn't so pointy.
1: I kind of like the art design, but, uh, you, Maui, you're going to love Anakin. You're gonna the, the downfall of Anakin is played out so slowly, but you see it all the time and it's great. Okay.
0: I'll watch it. I just always thought it was like like I said, we knew so much about Star Wars. When that show came out, I was like, I don't need to know that. It was a real well, shitty movie.
1: What's uh what's Snip's name? An
3: uh, ah- 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 oh god. Ahsoka. Ahsoka.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm mm-hmm. one of the big reasons I'm watching it is just to prepare for Mandalorian season two, since Roseo Dawson's his, his first yeah, live action performance of, uh, of snips is going to be a Mandalorian season two. So I want to know who this character is.
0: All right. Do we want to do your rankings and everything?
1: Well, how I would do the, how I would order the movies. Yep. Oof. Um, I'm going to be real basic in the first. I'm going to say f- five, four, five, four, six. Oh, five, four, six. I would then say eight. Then I'd say seven. Then I'd say f- three. Then I'd say nine. Then I'd say two and one.
2: Beach. I'm going five, four, six, one, three, seven, eight, nine, two. Yui? One, he two, three, four,
0: care. five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> nine. Chronological <laughs> <right>. order. <laughs> um, for our listeners, put your order in the in the comments. Uh I'd love to hear. Two is definitely my least favorite. Four is definitely my favorite.
1: Well, just see let me get the numbers. Give me the numbers. <sighs>
0: Let's see now
1: Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough.
0: I'd probably go four, five, six, three, one, nine, eight. Seven, two.
1: Wow, I'm surprised you put nine higher. That, like, I thought nine would have been pretty low for you.
0: Uh, I, because of the fact that Adam Driver wins you over in that movie, it won me for, like, out of all three of those. It was the first movie I was like, wow, I really enjoyed this about the movie. The other two, there was nothing. that I was like, oh, I really enjoyed that. So he made That's- a character that I cared about for the first time in the new trilogy.
2: Okay, that's fair. On that note,
0: may the force be with you, Menti.
1: You can find the show at Welcome to Fireside Everywhere Online. That's at Welcome to Fireside, your social media choice. And this is Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. If you like the show, comment, like, rate, subscribe. It all goes a long way. Um, I, we appreciate all the support, as always. Uh, be safe out there. Wash your
0: hands. Keep that distancing up. Once again, I'm Menti. I'm Features. I'm Huey. Don't forget to check us out on Welcome to Fireside. I'm Mr. Maurer, but I've got a public service announcement. CJ Drayden has half off all of his commissions right now. Oh, cool. Half off. It's like. If you
1: don't don't know CJ, definitely just Google CJ Drayden, dude. Everyone everyone will be floored.
0: The artist CJ Drayden. Buzz is taking commissions from the Corpse Crew. Buzz uh, uh, for watercolors that are amazing. Go on his page. Go on. Living Corpses page. Uh, Check that out. And then Jocko. uh, I could always put... Jocko, look on our page. We'll put their links up. I butcher his name, but he's also doing some commissions and he's customizing masks for people to wear. Uh, These are our friends that should be doing conventions right now. If you want to support people that really make comics better for those around them, support some of these guys. It goes a long way. As always... Excelsior. Ooh, stole them. Deuces. 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 May the force be with
1: you always.
0: And also with you.
2: We are your podcast.
1: That was weird.
0: Yeah, don't do <laughs> that <was>. again. <laughs> edit it out. It didn't really work. No, don't edit it out. no, 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 no. No, it can't be true. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> the best line of the whole, the whole, by movie, right? That's Misa, no, like this. Mix it no like this. me Bye. Bye.